No. Do you do we really. really need that? And all it opened was consistency and plot holes between the first one and the second one because they some things didn't mash up. Yeah. But do we need a feature length movie of Danny and Sandy no. meeting and having a summer fling? No. And my question is, if it is bad, do you think, I mean, this could, you know, do you think it could hurt the first one? I don't know about hurt it, but I mean, because Grease, Grease is one of those movies that like, even the people that don't know musicals, they know Grease. Um, I just closed my show at my school. I'm in talks next year because my school is very small or very like family oriented. Um, I have a lot of kids that will return to me that were in the show. I have, yeah, and, and so theater has become an addiction <laughs> to some of them, which is a good thing. Um, but the, like we were talking about shows maybe for next year and one of the big ones that came up was Grease and I really don't want to do it, but at the same time, I'm trying to build a program, and I think it would be one that a lot of people would come see, and I think it would get a lot of kids out to audition for, and you know, when you have theater, when you do theater, especially in a program where it's not very well established, bringing boys to audition is always a struggle, and I think, like, I, I, so I teach seniors this year, and I taught 10th grade last year, so my 10th graders last year were juniors this year, and I have a lot of juniors that come and bother me, and um, I've, you know, been the buzz around school that I might do it, and I've had kids that weren't, aren't even like my theater kids, and they're like, oh yeah, I would do Grease, so, you know, um, I don't think it would hurt it, because Grease, like, is that musical that spans generations. It came out in 1979. I was, my mom was pregnant with me when it was in theaters. My mom saw it like seven times in theaters. This is before Netflix and Hulu and whatever. Um, so my generation, you know, our generation loved it. But like every single generation seems to like have a connection with it even if they don't know other musicals. So I don't think it's gonna hurt it. Um, you know, if nothing else, it might bring, introduce it to a new generation. So I don't think about, I don't think it's going to hurt it because Greece, it's, 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 Greece is the word, you know, like, <laughs> not to go there, but I mean, it does have some really iconic songs and, um, it's, you know, it's kind of generationless and, um, it's fun and it's cute and, uh, you know, I, no, I don't think it would hurt it. If nothing else, I think it would help it. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll have to see if that actually develops in anything. It's still very early, in but I just I, I don't I don't get Paramount's thinking of that. I mean, Paramount's in trouble as it is already. Um, but I mean, when you have Cats coming out and you have In the Heights coming out and you have West Side Story and you have all these musicals that are like why go prequel or why not find something else in the broad range of Broadway or yeah. dig into like a movie musical that never really took off or wasn't really that great and we, but I just I don't see where the demand for that was I, I would love to like watch like 
the focus group. Like, hey, we're thinking about making a Grease prequel. What do you think? Yeah. I... Um, no. But, yeah. Uh, so, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, looking at other news recently, uh, for those that don't keep up with Playbill, and uh, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, uh, has a uh, sets of Broadway theater and dates. Yay. Uh, so uh, Tina Turner is going over to Broadway uh, starting October 12th at the Lund Fontaine Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, opening night set for November 7th. Oh. That's one that I'm not. I think that's yeah. one if it toured here yeah. I'd go see. I don't know. I don't know if like that be on my list. Like when we uh, no. when we go to Broadway no, and you know um, if we travel with a CTI to Broadway. I don't think that's one that I would opt into. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's it's kind of like the Cher show. Like mm. I feel like Cher's still around. Like I'm gonna see Cher. I'll go see Cher. And my husband Cher is just fabulous. So <laughs> like, like you know, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it it would be great and all, but I I think I would definitely choose um. What's the Motown one that uh, just opened? Ain't too uh, proud to brag. Yeah, yeah. I think I, w- I would choose that one over. That's more of a review, though. That's not like yeah. one particular artist. Like, I wasn't overly impressed by the John Lasunder one. Yeah. I, I like the music. I love John. I love Donna Summer. I, was really I think sad when I my thing when listening to the Donna Summer it's cast amazing. recording was it wasn't music that really translated well to Broadway Mm-mm. type music. Mm-mm. Um, you know, it. I don't think disco and like that era very. No. The way it was arranged. Motown you know? music is it suits the Broadway. Community. It has that little. Yeah. Ditty to it that you can pep up a little bit, and Tina Turner has that kind of you know. Showy. Showy to yeah. it already, you know. Um, but then there's Priscilla, which is disco music, so. And I've I've never seen Priscilla, but I've heard some of the music. But I don't think they tried to turn it too much into a Broadway show. I don't think they tried to make it too musical. I feel like Donna Summer, they wanted to make it Broadway. Um, But yeah, so um, like I said, short podcast this week. uh, Because we also have another podcast that we're going to be doing on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're listening to this... uh, Keeping up, that is uh, April 17th, uh, is our uh, Dear Evan Hansen uh, touring with uh, Broadway Across America at the Dr. Phillips Center here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, We are very excited about Dear Evan Hansen. This is one that we continue to hear about, and the more I've listened to the recordings, the more I've actually liked it. Um, I started reading the book that they put out about it, and uh, pretty much everything I got was put the book down until you see the show and go through the emotion of the show. So I am probably going to be a hot freaking mess because I know I know vaguely what's. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I know some of the music. I don't know all of it. I know the gist of it, and I am not a crier, but I have a feeling I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bring some tissues for this one because, yeah. I've heard it's, yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, uh, other upcoming podcasts yeah. on uh, April 26th, Friday, I'm seeing Arcadian Broad's uh, Wonderland uh, Ballet at the Dr. Phillips Center. So, I'll be uh, podcasting by myself on that one on the 
Yes, because I will be at Universal Scrub Bash, and probably will not get home until about 4 o'clock in the morning. And then uh, April 27th, that Saturday, I will be going to the Garden Theater in Winter Garden, Florida, and seeing their production of Billy Elliot, the musical. Uh, and uh, I will be going to that one by myself because my cohort here has not hey, spoken. Hey, Elliot, number one. Yeah. And number two, we I will be, again, I will be <laughs> out till 4 o'clock in the morning the night before. And uh, we're uh, waiting to see my schedule to see where things line up. Uh, our friends at Moonlight Players Warehouse Theater here in Claremont are putting on their musical first date. Uh, we're trying to get schedules lined up for the two of us to go out there and see that. So, uh that's on our list too. A lot of lot of shows coming yeah. up. Uh, we're we're going into the little back end of the 2018-2019 season. Uh, so that'll do it for tonight. Uh, look for the next podcast about Dear and Hanson. I'm sure that'll be a a lengthy discussion as we talk about that one. Uh, anything else from you? That's it. All right. So until next time, let's keep it sassy. Happy.